hey y'all what's up what's good it is fucking the morning time so good morning to everybody that is awake right now and today this is a new episode of the blonde ambition podcast and today i will be reading a poem from my own collection i will be reading a poem and just prepare to be amazed because i can do more than just talking to a damn microphone okay but anyway here's the poem I got to do it for me so I can do it for us. I want to be the one that you always trust. I love the talks we have and what we discuss. You give me a feeling that's more than just lust. Missing you is all I do. Wanting to hear your voice or feel you. Racing my mind around and around. Never wanting to touch the ground. Lovely thoughts of you flow through my brain. You're my umbrella when I'm in the rain. I want to be the reason you lost so you could gain. I want to be always here even when I'm in pain. I want your love to feel me like a needle sending drugs through my veins. I love loving you outside the box because it never stays the same. Thank you guys. That was a poem that I wrote last year, last March actually. And I just wanted to read a poem um poetry really got me through my childhood writing poetry every day and um writing different themes for poetry i've always been a poet and it really helped me get through my childhood like y'all have no idea but i'm grateful that i have a platform now where my poetry can get heard and i hope you guys enjoy thank you Okay, y'all, let's get into the news. Let's get into what the fuck is going on. My first biggest thing that I wanted to talk about today is fucking... <clears throat> I gotta clear my throat for that. <clears throat> Jesse Smiley, y'all. Now, y'all know he is dead fucking wrong for what he did. If he did it, because at the moment, we don't know. I do know that today he pleaded guilty. I mean, I'm sorry, he pleaded not guilty. And I also did some research and I found out that he lied to the police back in 2007. Um, He was uh, for DUI. He was driving under the influence and he told the police that he was not high. I'm sorry, he was not drunk, apparently. And um, yeah, they basically was like, okay. Yeah, right, nigga, you're lying. Oh, can I say Nick? I'm just joking. So, I want to clarify one thing. And I will be saying what the fuck I want on my podcast. So, if y'all have any issues right now, y'all might want to leave. Because I'm going to literally say whatever the hell comes to my mind. And I'm not going to have any remorse or feel like, oh, I shit. Because this is a place for me to give my opinion, my honest opinion, and to be me to be expressive in my own way so this is me giving my opinion this is how i feel this is not to take over anyone else's opinion or whatever the hell they feel like they may feel like i don't got nothing to do with you bitch i just got everything to do with me okay if y'all hear a lighter in the background i am trying to light an incense you know, I got like some sage incense in this joint. You know, get that bad energy out the air. 
But anyway, back to the things at hand. So not only do we have the Jesse Smollett, we also, it's 2019, it's just been insane. Uh, shout out to J-Lo, she's married, congratulations to her. I'm sorry, engaged for the millionth time. Again, congratulations to her. What else did I want to talk about? Because it's just so many things. I don't know if anybody heard about the little girl that was found. They found a little girl inside of a duffel bag. And they actually just found her killer was her mom's boyfriend or her dad. But her mom turned out to be... Her mom turned out to be a registered sex offender. So it's just been a crazy-ass story. I don't even know what the hell going on in 2019 okay i just need like from from me breaking my damn ankle to just the world going crazy i don't know what the hell 2019 is doing but i do know one thing with me starting off the year the way i did i have to end it with a bang and for anybody that's in my shoes like if you want if you're working towards something great just be working on it you will get to it i promise it is very hard for us millennials yes it is but we will prove the naysayers wrong and fucking do what we need to do to get where we need to be because i know that i got a lot of shit i'm trying to do and work on and so do the rest of the damn world so i get it I don't even understand how people be feeling like they are better than other people when we're all literally going through the same shit. Like, some people's demons are worse than others, but we're all like, we're all dealing with different things that stressing us out to a a level that we don't want to be stressed out at. I know it's hard to keep your head up, but you got to keep your head up. You got to keep striving to be great because you are great. And if nobody not telling you that shit, I'm here to tell you you're bomb. And everything that you're doing, keep doing that shit, bitch, because you're killing these hoes, okay? And when I say hoes, that could be whoever the naysayers are in your life. Whoever's telling you that you can't do this, you can't do that. To hell with they ass, you're killing them. Okay, get your motherfucking money from McDonald's, Wendy's, wherever you get your money from, stack your coin, get your house, get your car, bitch, and live your best life. Like, that's what we're supposed to be doing, not stressing over what the next bitch got and trying to impress people that don't give a fuck about us. Like, really just, you need to really just rely on you, rely on yourself. Like, it took me a long time to learn that, but when I learned it, I was so grateful to learn it at an early age. You really have to love yourself to the point of not really, like, giving a fuck. Love yourself, okay? I do know one thing. I have cried so many tears to be where I am today. So it's like looking back, I just make sure that I keep being strong because that was one of the things that I always said when I was young like when I become an adult I'm gonna be the strongest person for me 
Like, you got to be strong for yourself. For the people that have kids, you got to be strong for yourself and your kids. So, you have double, double work. I don't have kids yet. Thank God I'm not ready yet. Hopefully, when I do have kids, I'll be able to afford my kids. They can have their own rooms. They can have whatever the hell they want. And it's not an issue. Most people treat their kids bad, but they didn't ask to be here. Your ass created them, so why are you treating them like shit? I don't get that. For the ones that's really taking care of your kids and treating them like the special someone person that they are, keep doing that. Shout out to y'all. If nobody not telling y'all, you're doing an amazing job, baby. Okay? I believe that if you work hard enough, you'll get whatever the hell you want. Like, I've been working so hard on different things in my life, and they're, they're slowly but surely starting to fester. So, I'm hoping to continue to keep going, and hopefully I excel at whatever the hell I decide I want to do with my life. Like... I am one of those people that love love. I don't know how many people out here love love, but if you love love, man, being in love or just loving love, just wanting to love is an amazing feeling to be able to have. Because a lot of some people grew up in bad households where they don't even know what love is. And for me to know what it is and to, to be able to manifest it is it, a it's a gift from God. It really is. I be I be trying to keep my head up though. Like, you know, it get hard out here. It get hard out here for everybody. And just know you're not going through that shit alone. Cause we're all going through it. We all trying to make it. We all want fucking jobs making five thousand dollars every two weeks or every week. <laughs> like we all want that. That shit is hard. And I'm hoping that, you know, like we like we all are hoping, not even just me. I'm hoping that we all can get to where we want to be in life. Because if you don't got nobody supporting you, it's hard. And for me, I just make sure I support myself before anything to make sure that I can be strong for me before I can be strong for anybody else. When you young, you don't even think about all the things that you'll deal with when you become an adult, and then you get to adulthood, and it's like, wow, <laughs> we're adults, and you're paying bills, and I remember when I was a kid, my mom used to always be like, you complaining now, but you're going to be an adult soon, like, and I'm like, mom, eight years old, like, girl. I'm going to be young for the next, whatever, 10, 12 years, man. That's 10, 12 years, who the hell I? Now I'm a grown-ass man, paying bills with a broken ankle, trying to survive, trying to... It's just crazy. My life is just amazing. So to all my millennials out there, I just want you guys to keep y'all heads up. Keep living life, loving, praying, and doing everything that you need to do to be happy. Cause that's really the point. The point is to be happy. And that's how 
it should be. Okay, it's another thing that I want to talk about, and it's a real sensitive subject because these motherfucking people that I'm about to talk about both have their own little like army, and I do not need y'all coming for me on Twitter or anywhere else, but I'm definitely going to speak my opinion. So, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. My opinion, Barb's and fucking Barty gang, okay? So don't come for me. Let's not. Let's not. How about that? Let's not. So, for one, I am a Nicki Minaj fan. And I am a Nicki Minaj fan because I've been a Nicki Minaj fan since 2009. And I'm also a Cardi B fan. I remember when Cardi B was stripping back in the day and used to put up funny Instagram videos. That bitch was hilarious. So, I'm a fan of both, and the fact that people have been pitting them against each other has been really irritating me, to the point where I felt like I had to speak on it. So, this is my opinion on the situation. Um, Nicki Minaj, you are definitely the fucking queen, bitch. You held this shit down for 10 years strong, bitch. You're that bitch, Okay. Little Kim had her time, and I'm pretty sure that all of you that are older than us can defend her, but bitch, I'm going to defend the girl that I grew up with, which is Nicki Minaj, okay? That bitch did that. She did that. She really did. Like, 10 years, bitch, consistently. Come on. Like, really. What other bitch was doing that? 10 years consistently, bitch? You're selling albums out there. Come on now. And one thing that always gets me about Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj, lyrics are memorable. No matter if you hate her or you love her, you're you you can recite a Nicki Minaj or whether it's on whether it's if you feel like she had a verse where that bitches my sons was annoying, you still knew what the fuck she was talking about when she said it, even though they were everything. Cardi fucking B, you are good at what the fuck you do, entertain, you are a great entertainer, shout out to you for winning a Grammy, don't know how the fuck you won one before Nicki Minaj, but you won one, congratulations to you and all your success, bitch, cause you out here killing shit, bitch, you out here selling motherfucking shows, out, theater, whatever the fuck, you out here doing, doing the damn thing, shout out to you, bitch, you just pushed out a baby, like, bitch, you doing it, motherfucker. So shout out to you. I don't think that you gonna be able to hold the game down for 10 years strong. Maybe two years, three years strong, bitch. 10? No. I don't even think. I think that we are in the presence of a legend because I don't think anybody else is gonna ever do that again, to be honest. Like, I don't think nobody else else is going to be able to come in and give anything that Nicki gave. Memorable, um, memorable lyrics and different looks, being different with your lyrics, having shit that is catchy and 
having having punchlines and metaphors that you really gotta think about to be able to understand. Like her shit make you think. That's how iconic. And then for you to come out and be like, I write my own shit. I write my own verses. I sit in the studio and this is how I do this. Like that was everything to me. That showed me that you gave a fuck about your craft. And even when you were beefing with Cardi B, you offered that bitch up. You said, let's go in the studio, do a rap. And she was like, no. And that's when I knew that that it just was never going to be a comparison. It was always going to be, you're here and you're here. So... I don't even understand why people feel like they can have an opinion that is so big on two totally different people and two totally different lanes doing two totally different things. Well, I ain't gonna say in two totally different lanes. And two, they're in the same lane, but doing two totally different things in that lane. I just feel like people, I don't know, it kind of pissed me off that they pit women against each other in the industry, but they don't pit men against each other. That irritates me. When it's just about making music and, you know, it's, it's really just about doing your thing. And if people feeling you, they're going to rock with you. And if they're not feeling you, they're not going to rock with you. It's simple. And I was a fan of Nicki Minaj. For a long time And I still am But it was a time when I was Mad at her I could say Because of the whole situation With Remy Ma I wanted her to come a little harder I was mad that she waited two weeks to respond I was mad that when she released Had features It was just a lot of things that I was mad at But I mean I got over it And she came out with Queen A couple months later well, not even a couple months later. Well, yeah, was it a couple months? Yeah, it was a couple months later. She came out with Queen, and Queen was good. And Cardi B Invasion of Privacy was really good, too. It really was. Like, for her first album, that was a bomb-ass album, bitch. You did that, okay? That bitch did that. That album was really good. I really like... She got a couple songs in there. I think my favorite song probably was the song with Chance the Rapper, because I'm a Chance the Rapper fan. So anything with him on it, I'd be geek to hear or listen to it. And to I just keep thinking, how can I'm wondering what I'm wondering how can I get a ticket to go see Nicki Minaj before my birthday? Because I know I feel like she's gonna come to the United States before my birthday, and if she do, I don't even know if I'm gonna have money to be able to go see her. Because I'm trying to get a car, and having a car is more important. But I'm gonna try to like scrounge some money together to try to go see Nicki Minaj in concert because that would be like awesome considering the fact that she's coming out to DC I know I know that Cardi B's coming out with an album next month 
So that's exciting. I'm ready to hear what the hell she talking about on this album. And if it's going to really be good as uh, Invasion of Privacy. If it's not, she going to be canceled. Because if you're going to be consistent, I need you to be consistent. Don't put out no one hour album and that's it. Because what if you put out another album or win another Grammy? And it's going to be like, oh, okay. Well, maybe you are doing what the fuck you need to do to get to be where you at. Because, I, I, I mean, I know a lot of people still second-guessing you getting your Grammy, but that's them. Bitch, I know you want it being squeak, okay? Vocalist, Omnizer, whatever the fuck your name is. You were the top songwriter of last year for 2018. I did see that. So I know that you had a hand in all of your songs on your album. So to all the motherfuckers that say she don't write, she does. I know she wrote money completely by herself. So the bitch is doing... She doing, she doing, she doing the work. Let's see if it pay off, cause Nikki sure did. Let's see if it pay off. I really hope that one day though that Nikki and Cardi B can come together and and really just be like, fuck all the bullshit. Let's get this money together, like for real, cause there's money to be made with both of them on it. They need to be getting along for real, for real. But for right now, they be this whatever. Hopefully they get around to squashing their bees and being grown women. Probably when Nikki have a baby, she'll probably come around to, okay, bitch, I can apologize to you. For right now, Nikki is motherfucking living her best life, getting high, drinking and all that shit. So that bitch is not worried about none none of that shit. Okay. But that's my take on the Nikki and Cardi B. And I hope that you guys really figure out who who side you gonna be on. Is he gonna be a Bob or the Barty Gang? So I'm very disappointed to start this podcast off with R.I.P. to Clifford Dixon. He was a basketball player that was friends with Kevin Durant. And as everyone knows, Kevin Durant came out the DMV and haven't looked back since, bitch. And um, Cliff was basically in that same that same um, thing. Like, he got the fuck out of DMV and never looked back. Which, I mean, it's nothing wrong with that, even though people feel like you need to come back and do everything and then some for your city but did your city put you on because as of right now nobody in my city is helping me do a goddamn thing so for me to get put on and then come back and be like hey i want to put my city on it's not even i ain't even gonna say that because me personally i will put my city on because i'm from here like i'm from dc i've always lived in dc i did move away for a couple years but i can't write the fuck back because this is my home this is where i'm from so I never thought that I would get big and be like, fuck DC, or I'm not gonna put my city on, or like, DC have a lot of talented folks. We have a lot of talented people. Like, DC has a lot of talent that nobody not, all people talk about is Atlanta and fucking New York and fucking LA. Like, no, bitch, DC's on that level too. We're right up there with you hoes, okay? So y'all need to give us some fucking credit. But 
I was devastated when I had the news. Like I literally woke up, got on Instagram and seen that my, who was supposed to be my future husband got shot. Like bitch, I wanted to marry him. I just knew one day I was gonna get rich and I was gonna get famous and I was gonna meet him and I was gonna turn him out. Like that's what the fuck I was gonna do. No, I can't do that. So like my whole like life changed yesterday when he died. Cause like now I don't even know what my goal is now because my goal was to be with him. So I'm mad as fuck about that. Again, rest in peace and I will miss you. All those daily conversations that we had in my head and you know me pretending like I was talking to you but I really wasn't. I'm gonna miss that, but I can't do it no more cause you're officially gone. And I'm really sad, like, y'all, I cried so much yesterday. I was really hurt. Like, I don't know about nobody else, but I really fuck with that man. I didn't even know him. So my love for him was a little deeper because I didn't even really know him. And I was still on his line, bitch, okay? Another thing, I had talked to this dude a couple years ago, and he looked just like him. So... Ever since me and the dude had like kind of stopped talking, I found him on Instagram, CLD Loon, and I've just been on his line ever since. And I know that sounded like I was interested in the guy that I was dealing with at the time, but I wasn't even interested in him. Like, I was actually happy that he got the fuck out of my life because I ain't want him no fucking way. How are y'all doing today, though? I want to know what the fuck is going on with 2019 because again this year is starting to go crazy as hell and i'm still trying to figure out how life how 2020 gonna be because 2019 is in fucking sane i didn't lost my crush i didn't broke my ankle people turning up missing people killing their kids people abusing their kids. It's just it's just so much shit going on. And the fact that there's corruption around kids is what's, what's really like doing it for me. Like why the fuck are people corrupting the future generation? Why are y'all corrupting them? I'm, we're trying to, this is the, this is supposed to be the generation of generational curses being broken. And we got adults out here from the 80s. Because it seemed like the 80s. Anybody born in the, the 70s and the 80s are fucking serial killers. Not everybody, but just some people are, like, insane. This lady just got arrested for forcing her seven adoptive kids to record YouTube videos when they don't want to. And if they... If they mess up or they they um, forget a line or whatever the fuck she had them doing, that she would beat them. She would um, tell them that they couldn't go to the bathroom, not give them no food. Like, literally was torturing them. Not only was she torturing them, it wasn't even just her. She had two older sons that was torturing and molesting the kids as well. So it was, I, I just, this. I have another story. This other lady, she, uh, well, actually, they're looking for the lady. Um, as of right now, they found her six-day, her six-day-old child dead in the back of a car. Her car registered to her, and they are looking for her because she's currently missing. 
and it's like, why are y'all, why are y'all tearing up the future, basically? Like, y'all making it so nobody fucking comes up out of anything. It's just, it's, it's crazy how this world is just people, the Catholics raping kids, and it's, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> like, I don't understand why these fucking adults are, they need help. People got mental disorders out here and trying to live a normal life. Like, no, bitch, you have a mental disorder, you need to go to a place to get treatment, or you need to be, you need to go, you need to get on medication, like, simple. Why walk around and keep spreading your, your, your craziness? <laughs> Like, are you fucking kidding me? I just don't get it. I really don't. I would never understand why people go to somebody that is they go to somebody that is I'm trying to think of the word that is Hmm. Like they can't defend themselves. Like they trust you as their caregiver to take care of them and for you to fuck it up or fuck them over. Like why? And it really, it's really start with people that have bad childhoods them damn selves with their parents and it just fucks up it just fucks them up and allows them to keep spreading that negative energy on to whoever they're around or if they decide to raise a child they pass all that negative energy on to their child then their child grow up and then their child crazy and then the tradition continues like i said in the beginning this is the year of breaking generational curses not keeping them going so millennials we have a duty to get people help like for real get people help get people everything that they need the resources so they can get help because I think people be scared like I think it's a lot of I just think it's a lot of um, things that go into mental health and a lot of shit that we don't pay attention to and i just feel like if you're having crazy thoughts or if you're you're doing something to harm people then you need to go get checked out make sure that you don't have a mental disorder and once you find out do what you need to do to make sure that you can overcome that that challenge in your life because everybody have a challenge in their life some challenges are harder than others but just being a strong individual will help you overcome whatever challenge you're faced with at the time, no matter what the challenge is. Mental health is a serious issue. I honestly think that it's a really big issue in the black community because in the black community, everything is swept under the rug, everything. It's like the only thing that motherfuckers wanna talk about in the black community is slavery. And I understand that slavery was horrible. It was a horrible time. It was a horrible time in history. It was a horrible time in African-Americans' lives. It was horrible. I get that. But to use that as a crutch of everything, like to, to, to put everything under that under that bubble, like 
oh, us black people are killing each other. Oh, well, if it wasn't for slavery, then maybe we would do it. You can't blame everything on slavery. Like, we get it, slavery, but you can't put everything on slavery, okay? You cannot do that. Only be only reason why I say that is because slavery was, it was just different from different things that black people that black people are going through in the black communities that people are not talking about. They not talking about motherfuckers surviving off of ooze and nudes every night. Like when I was a child, like I got tired of eating that shit. Like, but at the same time, we could what could I, what else could we afford? Like we had to eat it. And I mean, even though. I, I I honestly hated noodles for a long time, maybe for like a good five years. And I recently just started like eating them again. And they were good, but I just feel like they cause high blood pressure in the black community. Like they cause high blood pressure in the black community. And yeah, I'ma speak my truth and say it. Ain't nobody else talking about it. It's like, nah. But thank you guys for listening. Please tune in every motherfucking week to the T. Okay? All right, y'all.